And now, the return of the Pop Machine. My name is Dale Pazinski. I volunteer with United Way to help the homeless in my community learn computer skills and build a basic resume. I don't just wear this shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Excuse me, sir, this is a restricted good God. Hey, you chiefster. Lance. Nice pants. Thank you. Undercover brother? Undercover brother? What happened to you? He had sex with a white girl, that's what. Oh, was it everything oh, I dreamed it was of? Good. She was had it? pink nipples then. Big ones. Yeah, oh, big ones. Coffee match the drinks. Excuse me. Because my magnificent 
Outside the dolls house the game begins Girl is the princess and boy is the prince Feeling secure from the ogre who's hidden in the playground They've got a jingle in case they fight That will decide who is wrong or right Gotta be friends and behave if they both are ever gonna be crowned Got a toy gun in case of war And that is just what it's waiting for Girl rocks a doll's prom Pretending the Bobby is a baby Boy tries his best to be hard and cool Girl to be soft as cotton wool Prince is a gentleman And the princess is the finest lady They know exactly how to Princess to watch him fight She says that she doesn't think it's right But he wants to show her that she is together with a winner Outside the doll's house the ogre starts Shaking the house till it falls apart Princess and prince gotta run Unless they're gonna be his With equal goals Better be home playing with adults Mom saying it's just a game And they don't have to worry Inside the kitchen the game begins Mom is the princess and dad's the prince Kids getting bored by watching a copy of the same old story
Two cups of coffee, but that didn't stop my appetite. I'd only eaten a box of cookies very late last night. I had ten pancakes, plenty of syrup and butter, and two slices of ham, three eggs, home fries, four biscuits, all smothered in jam, two glasses of milk, and a cheesecake. I thought I didn't want any more. I just had to buy 12 of those mints in that bowl by the door. I wish I had some brains and grits. No, no. <laughs> Certainly would like to taste some of that coffee cake over there. Don't look good. God have mercy. Now it's lunchtime, and I believe I'll eat again. I'm not gonna eat as much as I did for breakfast Because I wanna get thin Let me have a bowl of chili con carne And two corned beefs on rye 
large order french fries, a malt, and a slice of banana cream pie. Two candy bars, one soda, for my late afternoon snack, and, and uh, two bags of potato chips, so I won't have to come back. I should have gotten two cheeseburgers with everything on them. Lord, I must have. That is why, that is why, that is why you're I'm going to go back to eating a bag of peanuts for my snacks. <laughs> While waiting for my dinner, I had four shots of alcohol. A chef salad with lots of dressing and crackers, but not much meat at all. Had a steak, candy yams, rice, lemonade, macaroni and cheese. Cornbread, banana pudding, and a side order of black eyed peas. I stopped at the grocery store I'm gonna load up my refrigerator I'm gonna sit down and watch television And I'll have something to eat later I sure be glad when that pizza is ready <laughs> Can't seem to find nothing else in this refrigerator to suit me. I guess. That is why, that is why. No, what you talking about? I'm going to the smorgasbord tomorrow and the next day and the day after was on. <laughs> Better switch signifying with me talking about I'm overweight because I eat what I want to eat because it tastes good to me. Lord have mercy is good. All that food is good. I wish I had some more to eat. You're always talking about overweight. Shoot, everybody talking about it. Whoever said skinny people is healthy anyway, that's not Gotta eat to live. Anything you eat, you're gonna get fat. What's the matter with you, dog?
Pick your diamond, pick your pearl 
WHPK 88.5 FM, the pride of the South Side. I'm Little Teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle and here is my spout. No, Dad, like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout, tip me over and pour me out. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. First Aid Comics. 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 Is where you go to get caught up on heroes from your past and new characters who will inspire you to tell your friends about First Aid Comics. 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 At 55th Street and Cornell in Hyde Park. Call 1-773-75-COMIC. That's 1-773-75-COMIC. Ladies and gentlemen, the very funny Mr. Woody Allen. No, I'd say the most important thing that happened over the last year was that I got married for the second time. I, I had, well, my wife and I did not communicate with one another was, was the problem. She had a limited vocabulary is really what it was. She burnt her hand on the radiator and she couldn't think of the word ouch. <laughs> and I'll tell you how I met my second wife, which is really fascinating. I had read that the, in Life magazine that there was a sexual revolution going on on college campuses all over the country. And I re-registered at New York University to <laughs> check it out, because I used to go to New York University years ago. I was a history of hygiene major there some time ago. And when I went to school, I was thrown out, and I got a job. My father had a grocery store on Flatbush Avenue in Brooklyn, and he hired me to work for him. It was the first job I ever had working for my father. And I unionized the workers. <laughs> we struck and drove him out of business. And he's always been touchy about it, you know? And now when I went back to school, suddenly everybody wanted to fix me up with women. And I have had a very bad history with blind dates. It's embarrassing to be sitting at the Stork Club and have your date arrested by Israeli agents. You know? <laughs> And it's my fault, because I am immature with women to this day, because my parents did not love me when I was young, and they bronzed my baby shoes with my feet still in them. <laughs> I was very depressed about that for a long time. I was going to kill myself. But as I said, I was in a strict Freudian analysis. And if you kill yourself, they make you pay for the sessions you miss. <laughs> I accept this date. Blind date, first time in years. I go up to a four-floor walk-up, and I knock on the door, and a girl comes to the door, and she's absolutely beautiful, but sensational. Long blonde hair and a short skirt and boots and a sleeveless jersey and a big leather belt in her hand. <laughs> I'm not a swinger. You know, my idea of a big evening is to go down to the corner rotissimat and watch the chickens revolve. <laughs> and I take her downstairs, and sitting on her front steps are bullies, is what they are, bad guys making nasty remarks. And I don't get involved in that scene anymore. I had taken some karate lessons for a short while, and they taught me how to shatter a three-inch board with one chop of my hand. And I was coming home late at night, and two guys stepped out of an alley and attacked me with a four-inch board. <laughs> they beat the heck out of me, you know. 
I take her to a party on McDougal Street in Greenwich Village. We go into a smoke-filled room. There's a lot of young kids dancing to Dirksen records. <laughs> the host is a little adorable girl who is knocking ashes from her banana on the floor. <laughs> And I do not use, you should also know this about me, any sort of consciousness-expanding material, because my body will not tolerate it. <laughs> Either I took a puff of the wrong cigarette at a fraternity dance once, and the cops had to get me. You know, I, I broke two teeth trying to give a hickey to the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> the party begins to move downstairs now. And everybody's playing bongos and guitar, and... A cop on horseback comes up to me and he puts his arms around me. He says to me, are you one of those draft card burners? Immediately. And I said, no, I'm not. I never registered. I don't have a draft card. <laughs> Meanwhile, the little girl feeds what looks like a cube of sugar to the policeman's horse. <laughs> the horse showed up at a sit-in in Georgia. Ladies and gentlemen, the very funny Mr. Woody Allen. Here's what I want to do in my time here. I want to review some of the salient features of my private life over the last year and put them in perspective for you. And then we'll have a brief question and answer period and evaluate them together. Now, I did a vodka ad. Let me start at the very beginning. A big vodka company wanted to do a prestige ad. And they wanted to get Noel Coward for it originally, but... He was not available. He had acquired the rights to My Fair Lady, and he was removing the music and lyrics and making it back into Pygmalion. And they tried to get Laurence Olivier and Hallie Loki, you know. And they finally got me to do it. I'll tell you, they got my name. It was on a list in Eichmann's pocket when they picked him up. And I'm sitting home one night. I'm watching television. I'm watching a show called Surprise Divorce, you know. He... They take a happily married couple out of the audience and divorce them on television. <laughs> and the phone rings, and I answer it, and a voice on the other end says, how would you like to be this year's vodka man? And I said, no, I'm an artist. I do not do commercials. I will not pander. I don't drink vodka. And if I did, I wouldn't drink your product. <laughs> and he said, too bad. It pays $50,000. And I said, hold on. I'll put Mr. Allen on the phone. And I was caught here in an ethical crisis. And, you know, should I advertise a product that I don't actually use is the problem. Because I am not a drinker. My body will not tolerate um, <laughs> spirits of any sort. I had two martinis New Year's Eve, and I tried to hijack an elevator and fly it to Cuba. <laughs> In the past, whenever I had any sort of crisis at all, I used to consult with my analyst. This is public knowledge. I was in analysis for years because I have uh, emotional problems that I had. I suffered from the delusion that I was short and thin. <laughs> and I was in a strict Freudian analysis for a long time. And my analyst died two years ago, and I never realized it, you know? And now, whenever I have any sort of upset, I always consult with my spiritual counselor, who in my case is my rabbi. I called him up on the phone, and I laid the proposition on him. And he said, don't do it, because it's illegal and immoral and unethical to advertise a product you don't actually use for the money. 
And I said, okay, and I passed up the ad. And I must say, it took great courage, because I needed the money. I was writing at that time. I needed to be freed creatively. I was working on a non-fiction version of the Warren Report. <laughs> I just passed the ad up. I was really cavalier. And a month later, I'm leafing through Life magazine. I see a photograph of Monique Van Voren in a slim bikini bathing suit. And she's on the beach in Jamaica. And there, next to her, with a cool vodka in his hand, is my rabbi. <laughs> So I call him up on the phone, you know, and he puts me on hold. <laughs> and what happened was he wanted to go into show business. He had done a late night prayer on television. And he was in the middle of the 23rd Psalm and he tried to ad lib. You know. He tried to name the Ten Commandments. Couldn't think of them. You know. Instead, he named the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> now, in addition to my vodka ad, I also played Las Vegas for the first time this year. I'm not a gambler. You should know that about me. I went to the racetrack once in my life, and I bet on a horse called Battle Gun, and all the horses come out. Mine is the only horse in the race with training wheels. <laughs> and you must take my word for this. There is something seductive about me when I shoot crap. <laughs> I'm at the gaming table, and I'm dicing, and a very provocative woman comes up to me. She begins to size me up. And I take her up to my room for a drink. And I shut the door. And I remove my glasses. Show her no mercy. <laughs> I unbutton my shirt. And she unbuttons her shirt. <laughs> and I smile. And she smiles. Now remove my jacket. And she removes her jacket. And I wink. And she winks. And I roll up my sleeves. And she rolls up her sleeves. And I realize I'm looking into a mirror. I don't want to go into details, but I was pulling glass out of my legs for two weeks. Well, I want to uh, tell you this this story. When, this is a game that we played when we were when we were kids, and it's called Buck Buck. We played it in Philadelphia. Buck Buck. Now, you people out here in the West Coast probably know nothing about it. Uh, in New York, it's called Johnny on the Pony and other things. It's where f uh, five kids line up, you see, and they bend over. They're in a straight line. They bend over, and one kid grabs a fence or a wall or a pole, holds on to that. The next kid puts his right arm around his waist, you see, bends over, tucks his head under, and you got five guys lined up exactly like that. <laughs> so they all look like a long horse. Now, the object of the game is that one at a time, one by one, kids come running up, and they say, Buck, buck, number one, come in! They run up, leap in the air, and they land on the horse. And they keep going, bam, 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 until they collapse the horse, you see. Now, that's the object of the game. Then you count the, how many kids you held, and you, you go back and forth, you see. Now, we had the champion buck, buck team of the world. When I tell you we played buck, buck, there was nobody that whipped us anywhere, man. And you can tell kids that play a lot of buck, buck, because they're built like this, you see. <laughs> And their legs are only four inches long. That's all they have, because they've been crushed so much. So we're around there practicing. Buck, buck, number five. 
landed on each other. Some kids come down from the rough part of town, and they're really tough, man. They got toothpicks on the side of their mouth and a hat on sideways, and they got their pants on backwards, you know, just rebelling against everything, you know. And it's, listen, we're here, you're supposed to be so tough, we challenge you to the Buck Black Championship of the world. So he says, all right. So I line up, turkeys. So we line up, five of us. Whack. They start sending kids down. Buck Black number one, come in. They feel pretty heavy, man. We check them out. Guys have rocks in their pockets to make them way heavier, you know. And Buck Black number two. Now they get up to 300 and it's really heavy. Buck Black 300, come in. Now they're on top of us, piled all the way up to the sky, and they're rocking back and forth. Hey, whoa, uh, hold on, Harold, I can't do it no more, cause come on, hold on, buck buck 400 coming. <laughs> we collapse. All right, how many did you hold? We held 400 of your guys. Well, that was pretty good, but we usually hold around 600. <laughs> All right, we line up. They line up. Send the first kid down, old weird Harold. All right, Harold. Buck, buck, number one, come in. These guys are really cool. What was that? A mosquito? <laughs> you guys don't have no weight. Come on, let's go. Buck, buck, number two, coming. I landed. A piece of paper. Somebody threw a piece of paper on top of me. Buck, buck, number three. That was nothing. Four, five. We got the championship. All right, bring out your last man, you turkeys. Come on, bring him out. Come on out. Fat Albert. <laughs> Fat Albert was the baddest buck buck breaker in the world. And he loved to hear us call his name. Fat Albert weighed 2,000 pounds. And he kicked the door to his house open. <laughs> And you could hear him say, hey, hey, We built a little ramp for him to walk down so he could build up speed because he couldn't hardly run fast. And he was coming, hey, hey, And the ground's trembling. Trees falling over. Buildings losing pieces of brick. Parents taking kids off the street. Hey, hey, And these guys underneath said, what's the ground doing? Shake it, man. How come the ground's shaking? So that's Fat Albert coming for you. Hey, hey. And he turned the corner. They saw one leg. What is that? So that's Fat Albert. Hey, hey, hey. And they stood up. We give. He ain't falling on us. <laughs> now, I told you that story to tell you this one. <laughs> now. Guys, guys in my neighborhood went to great lengths to scare anybody because it's a great thing when you scare somebody they lose their cool completely that's the only time when a human being is really himself I mean because if you scare somebody good they just the legs shoot out the hair stands up the eyes bug out and they say blah, blah. Yeah. see and then you laugh ah, 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 ah. that was really funny man you got so scared ah, ah, ah. so guys found this statue, stole it really, a statue of Frankenstein, five feet, eight inches tall, in color of the monster, Frankenstein monster, Ooh. they take it home, there's only three of them, take it home, they take it into an apartment building, put it up on the third floor landing, you see, now they take out all the lights in the hallway, 
put in a pink one right by the monster statue. One kid gets behind it. They send another one out in the street. He calls a kid. They come running up. He passes the kid with the statue, taps him. Kid with the statue leans it. Kid that doesn't know anything about it turns around and kills himself running out of the building. You see, this is called fun. Because then you laugh at the guy. Boy, you were really scared, man. You fell 12 flights of stairs. That was really funny. So, I'm coming home from a store about 8.30. No, I always have my music with me. I always have to hum my music because monsters cannot attack you if you have your music with you. Hey, cars! What? Come on over, man. You should see it. Herman's getting a beating. Let's go watch it. Herman? Yeah, I love to see Herman getting a beating. And I took, man, I, and I'm chasing after this guy. I can't wait, man, to see Herman getting a beating because I don't like Herman anyway. And he goes up the second flight and says, wait for me, man, wait for me. Don't go so fast. And he makes that turn around the third, and I make the turn, the guy takes that. I never touched one step. Ran two miles before I realized what had happened. When I turned around, they were right behind me laughing. Ah, gosh, you were really funny, man. God, rolling, kicking the feet up in the air on the back. You were really funny, boy. You were really cool, man. You just lost everything. You were standing up and everything. That ain't funny, man. You can kill somebody like that. Suppose somebody wouldn't look at that statue and their heart just stopped pumping right away, or the guy would have just fallen down some stairs and hurt himself. That ain't funny. Yeah, but God, you just see yourself. It was really funny, man. You just went, true, didn't even touch one step, man. It's really cool, I'm telling you. <laughs> Listen, guys, now you gotta get somebody. Yeah, that's right. Get up in the hallway. Get the statues up. Come on, we're gonna get somebody. I'm gonna scare somebody now, boy. It's gonna just be me, I tell you that. I get somebody killed around here. It'll really be funny, because when they leave that statue on there, oh, that'll be it for them. And I'm waiting outside. Is the thing up? Yeah, okay. Here we go. And wait, somebody's gotta come sooner or later. And I get somebody. And I hear off in the distance. Hey! Fat Albert. Hey! I said, hey, Fat Albert, come here, man. You should see Herman. He's getting a beating. I like to see Herman get a beating. Now, Fat Albert is not too fast, see? So I run up and I grab my arm. Come on, Albert, hurry up. And I start hitting him behind the back. Hurry up, man. Did you see it before it's over? We go up the second flight. I start laughing because I know what it is. Turn around. Come on, Albert. We get up to the third flight and the guy's there. Oh. I forgot I was behind him. <laughs> they, uh, they took me to the hospital and they put me in a bed beside a wino who was run over by two kids. And we both agreed that uh, frightened children are really uh, hard to get along with. I never had a guy dance on me so long. And he was so scared he couldn't even get a hey. He was and just dancing right on me forever. Come on, come on, get in that cell, nigga. God. Now, 
folks, uh, my first guest on the show tonight is the man responsible for Seinfeld and comedians and cars getting coffee. His new Netflix special is Jerry before Seinfeld. So I'm left-handed. Left-handed people do not like that the word left is so often associated with negative things. To left feet, left-handed compliment, what are we having for dinner, leftovers. <laughs> You go to a party, there's nobody there. Where'd everybody go? They left. You, you're now revisiting before you were famous, Jerry Seinfeld, when you were a working, at, working comedian, but not like I wasn't Jerry. working. You weren't working? Well, I was performing, but working is you getting money. I was, I was trying, <laughs> trying to be a comedian. So that joke we heard you say in the, in the, the, the lead-in yeah. when I was announcing you, you didn't get paid for that joke? No. I did just recently. Because it's on the Netflix special. So, so these are literally all the material that you were working out when you were trying to break in. This is the material I wrote from my bedroom where I grew up to the first time I got on Johnny Carson. Everything that got me through the clubs, through all that hierarchy, through all that, you know, uh, little struggle, which wasn't a struggle to me because I just loved it. I was in it. All I want, I just wanted to be in it. When you were... But that was the joke that I wrote on a piece of paper, and I said it to two friends in college, and I, I read it to them. I said, what do you think of this? They went, that's funny. You know, they, where'd everybody go? They left. They went, that's funny. And I it was the first time I thought, maybe I could be a comedian. How long had you been nurturing? How long have you been nurturing that dream of being a comedian? Did you tell oh, anybody? In, in my mind, yeah. personally? Yeah. Probably since seven or eight years old. Really? Oh, sure. When I was a little kid, you'd see a comedian. When I first saw comedians on TV, I think I mentioned this in the show, I froze solid. I go, this guy just stands there by himself and tells jokes? That's the greatest thing I've ever seen. And did your mom, <laughs> let, like, did your parents let you stay up and watch, like, the comedians on Carson uh -huh, or something like that? Because uh -huh, when yeah. we were kids, that's the only place you could see him, really. Right. Yeah, well, or Sullivan Gleason Show. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here, in this building, yeah. Yeah. The Sullivan Show. Yeah. Uh, my mom would let me stay up of, like, you know... John Biner or David yeah. Brenner or something did like that. Did you like a stand-up comic oh, when you were a kid? Oh, I loved yeah. it. I never did it. I was yeah. never a stand-up. And I... It's a certain gene. It's a it's an, it's an animalistic gene that pushes you to take that risk, I think. So as a kid, when you're saying, I, I want to do this, who what did you? Th who was the comedian for you? Was there well, a the person? comedian was Bill Cosby. Of course. Uh, those albums... I had Very never funny heard. fellow right, wonderfulness. Why is there air? Uh -huh. Greatest, uh, uh, um, uh, um, what's the word, body of work, mm -hmm. uh, I, th I think, in comedy is his. Can you still listen to his comedy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I grew up on his stuff. Like, I think he saved my life. Right. Because when I was a kid, I had like a tragedy in my life. But for the next two years, I listened to Bill Cosby uh, albums every night right. before I go into bed. I would hide the speaker under my pillow so my mom wouldn't hear that oh I was listening to Cosby God. every night. You could drop a needle anywhere on those albums, and yet I can't listen to it now. No. I just oh, can't, you can't. I, can't, I can't separate it. You can't separate it. I can't. Hmm. <laughs> well, to me, it's uh, because there's love there. There's there's love. Yeah, there's yeah, love there. yeah. I know it's tragic. Yeah, uh, but comedy, you know, there's a lot of tragedy in comedy. And there's in terms comedy of, because of tragedy. But I mean, there's a lot of people who have tragic lives. Sure. You know, um, well, like the Jerry Lewis thing. I don't, you read the thing that um, he didn't include any of his sons in the will. Did you see that? Item? I did see that. Yeah. Now, did that? How did you feel about that? Kind of hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that's yeah. not like now he I, denied the money. That's not the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. <laughs> See, that upset me, and I, because I adore Jerry Lewis. But I'm not gonna not watch The Bellboy. Bell. And you know what I realized in the commercial? We were just talking uh, about Cosby. I realized, you know what? 
I, I can't separate it either. Now that, now that you said it, and I thought about it, and I haven't listened to any of that stuff, I realize it would bother me, and I don't think I could. Yeah. Well, what about Bill Clinton? Do you, can you listen to him without thinking about... Uh, he was never as funny to me. No, not as funny. Not as never funny. as funny. Close. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so... But should we separate it, or shouldn't we separate the, the art or the work from the man? Um, uh, I, I, listen, uh, you can't talk somebody into thinking a joke is funny. You know what I mean? It's, right. a, it's an emotional response. And so I, I, if you can't separate it, you can't separate it. You can't, like... But should you, we? What do you mean, you should? I don't know. Should, should the comedic work stand on its own separate from the criminality? Uh, well, he told, they... a lot, he told a lot of personal stories about his life. He wasn't, like, observing other things happening. He was telling these personal stories. It's made up. It's material. Come on. <laughs> it's material. I know. I know, know that I know that, but he... But, Part of, part of him was the the charming fatherly figure too, and all of that is destroyed. Right, right. I you see. know what I mean? Yeah. Like that That's that aspect true. of it is gone. Right, right. All right. Yeah. You're right. I'll change my mind. <laughs>Sacrifice is needed, but who's going to make it? And if hope dies, what survives? Rated T in shops this Wednesday, October 3rd, for a suggested retail price of $3.99. The next book is also from Marvel. It's X-Men Black, Magneto, number one, written by Chris Claremont. Art by Dalibor Talajik. Cover art by J. Scott Campbell. Magneto is back. And so is Chris Claremont. For years, Magneto has done everything he can to achieve his goals for mutant domination. But now Magneto has declared that enough is enough. So what revolutionary plan does Magneto have that will change the face of mutant kind. And will anyone be able to stop him? Will anyone want to? Plus, includes part one of X-Men Black Apocalypse. The backup story by Zach Thompson, Lonnie Nadler, and Geraldo Borge. This is rated T Plus and shops October 3rd Wednesday for a suggested retail price of $4.99. Next, we go to DC Comics for Batman, number 56, Foil, written by Tom King, with art by Tony S. Daniel. The Dark Knights, looking to drop both the hammer and sickle on the KG Beast, 
whose rampage across Gotham City takes a toll on Nightwing when he's injured in the fray. Blaming himself for his ward's fate, Batman gets grimmer than usual and vows to take the Russian assassin down like the Berlin Wall. Is even Gotham City ready for that much violence? The streets will run red like borscht if the Dark Knight gets his way against his Soviet scourge. In shops October 3rd, Wednesday for a suggested retail price of $3.99. Next is also from DC Comics, it's Wonder Woman and Justice League Dark, The Witching Hour, number one. Written by James Tynion IV, with art by Jesus Marino. Just in time for Halloween, it's The Witching Hour. A five-part weekly event that will rewrite the future of DC's magical heroes. Hecate, the witch goddess of magic, always knew a day would come when the monsters she stole her magic from would return. Now she must activate the witch marked humans within whom she secreted vast stores of power. And the most powerful of the witch marked? Wonder Woman. In shops, October 3rd, Wednesday, for a suggested retail price of $4.99. Moving over to Image Comics, we have Walking Dead, number 184. Of course, written by Robert Kirkman, art by Stefano Gaudiano and Cliff Rathburn, with cover by Dave Stewart and Charlie Adler. Eugene Tinkers, but to what end? Find out October 3rd, Wednesday, for a suggested retail price of $3.99. From Image Comics comes Dead Rabbit, number one. Written by Jerry Duggan, with art by John McRae. Back in the 90s, Dead Rabbit was a prolific Boston stick-up man and hoodlum, until he took down one last big score and disappeared. Nobody ever discovered the truth. He retired to be with the love of his life. Now he's back in the mask to save her. But no one, not his wife, the mafia, or the cops is happy that he's out of retirement. From John McCrae, the artist and co-creator of Mythic and Hitman, and Jerry Duggan, the writer of Analog and Deadpool, comes the action comedy drama tale of Martin Dobbs, also known as Dead Rabbit, the man who says he's descended from one of the original gangs of New York City. Get on board with the oversized first issue of an all-new, ongoing series for mature readers. In shops this Wednesday, October 3rd, for a suggested retail price of $3.99. Switching over to Dark Horse Comics, we have Umbrella Academy Hotel Oblivion number one. Written by Gerard Way, art by Nick Filardi, and cover art by Gabriel Ba. Faced with an increasing number of lunatics with superpowers, eager to face off with his own wonderkind brood, Sir Reginald Hargreaves developed the ultimate solution. Now, just a few years after Hargreaves' death, his Umbrella Academy is scattered. Number five is a hired gun. Kraken is stalking big game. Rumor is dealing with the wreckage of her marriage. 
A rotund space boy runs around the streets of Tokyo. Vanya continues her physical therapy after being shot in the head. And no one wants to even mention seance until issue number two. With the Netflix series soon to debut, the award-winning and best-selling superhero series returns, Stranger Than Ever. And their past is coming back to haunt them. This is in Shops Wednesday, October 3rd. Suggested retail price is $3.99. And if you don't like comics, just wait till the Netflix version appears and watch it on television. From IDW Publishing, we have Batman The Max, number one of five, Arkham Dreams, written by Sam Keith, with art and cover art by Sam Keith. Batman must face the strangest and most bizarre adventure of his career as he meets comics' strangest and most bizarre hero, The Max. IDW and DC Comics proudly present the most surreal, quirky, and wonderful crossover of all time. A devious new doctor at Arkham Asylum is conducting unconventional experiments into the human psyche, and he kicks off a chain reaction of disaster when he experiments on Arkham's newest patient, The Max. The city of Gotham is starting to merge with the Max's psychedelic mental landscape known as the Outback, blurring the line between real and unreal. It's up to Batman to save not just Gotham, but all of reality. And he and the Max are going to have to travel through some of the darkest places imaginable, the twisted minds of Batman's greatest enemies. Join Batman and the Max on an off-kilter and unforgettable romp through the diabolical consciousness of Batman's greatest foes. Legendary artist Sam Keith, who's done Sandman and Wolverine, returns to his greatest creation, the Max, and returns to Gotham as well, assisted by multi-Eisner award-winning writer John Lehman, who's done Detective and Chew. It's the first new Max story in more than a decade. In shops, October 3rd this Wednesday for a suggested retail price of $4.99. Dynamite Entertainment has Battlestar Galactica Classic Number Zero. Written by John Jackson Miller with art by Daniel HDR and cover art by Sean Chin. Commander Adama and the Remnants of Humanity discover a second fugitive fleet fleeing a different mortal enemy. Can the two armadas join forces making common cause against the dreaded Cylons? And what would success mean for the quest for Earth? The New York Times best-selling author and comics writer John Jackson Miller, who's done Star Wars, Star Trek, and Halo, joins Dynamite for a miniseries timed for Battlestar Galactica's 40th anniversary year. And it's in shops October 3rd, Wednesday, for a suggested retail price of... 35 cents. From Boom Studios, we have Sparrowhawk number one. Written by Delilah Dawson, with art by Matthias Basla and cover by Miguel Mercado. Teen Victorian Fairy Fight Club. As the illegitimate daughter of a naval captain, 
Artemisia has never fit in with her father's family nor the high-class world to which they belong. However, when she's targeted by the Fairy Queen and pulled into another realm, she has no choice but to try and save the world that has always hated her. Writer Delilah S. Dawson, who's done Lady Castle and Star Wars, Forces of Destiny, and artist Matthias Boslow, who's done The Claw and Fang, present a beautiful, gripping tale perfect for fans of Labyrinth and Princeless. In shops Wednesday, October 3rd, for a suggested retail price of $3.99. From that family-friendly comic publisher Archie Comic Publications comes Archie number 699 written by Mark Wade Ian Flynn with various people on the interior art and the cover by Marguerite Sauvage follow along as Archie reflects back on the past several years of storylines including the much talked about hashtag lipstick incident the arrival of the Lodge family the Riverdale Civil War, the machinations of the Blossom Twins, the near tragedy of Over the Edge, and more. This special issue sets the stage for next month's landmark 700th issue of Archie, based on stories by Mark Wade and Ian Flynn and featuring art by an assortment of Archie talents. In shops, October 3rd, Wednesday, suggested retail prices, a dollar. Aftershock Comics has Walk Through Hell, number five. Written by Garth Ennis, with art by Goran Suzuka. Cover art by Andy Clark. Shaw finally comes clean, and now McGregor knows what's gotten them trapped in a world of constant nightmare. But with understanding comes determination, and the pair begin their attempt to climb back towards the light. The missing agent, Goss, meanwhile, discovers a particular horror all his own and suffers what may be the worst fate of all. A new kind of horror story for modern America, written by Garth Ennis, who's done Jimmy's Bastards, Preacher, The Boys, and drawn by Goren Sadzuka, who's done Why, The Last Man, and Hellblazer, that had to be told at Aftershock. In shops, Wednesday, October 3rd. Suggested retail price, $3.99. And now let's move over to the graphic novels before we wrap things up. Let's start with DC Comics, Wonder Woman, Earth One, hardcover, volume two. Written by Grant Morrison with art by Yannick Paquette. For years, Diana of Paradise Island yearned to leave the only home she knew behind for adventures that laid beyond its shores. Now, after a fateful meeting with Air Force pilot Steve Trevor, the Amazon warrior finds herself in man's world, and she is ready for anything that it may throw at her. But is the world ready for Wonder Woman? An American government, fraught with dissension and conflicts foreign to Diana, has deemed her a danger to society. Now. Will Wonder Woman carry out her mission of peace and love in a world that can't get out of its own way? That is, unless there are more insidious forces at play. Don't miss the second volume of the Wonder Woman Earth One original graphic novel series. This is in shops October 3rd, Wednesday, for a suggested retail price of $24.99. Image Comics has Wicked and Divine trade paperback volume 7 mothering invention 
Written by Kieran Gillen, with art by Jamie McKelvey and Matt Wilson. In the past, awful stuff. In the present, awful stuff. But increasingly, answers. Collects the Wicked and the Divine numbers 34 through 39. In shops Wednesday, October 3rd. Suggested retail price for this one is $17.99. Dark Horse Comics has Likely Stories in Hardcover. Written by Neil Gaiman and Mark Buckingham. And Mark Buckingham on the art. These dark and imaginative tales feature an odd and subtly linked world of bizarre venereal diseases, a creepy old woman who feasts on raw meat, a man obsessed with a skin model from a magazine, and a story within a story about ghosts. From Hugo, Eisner, Newberry, Harvey, Bram Stoker, Locust, World Fantasy, and Nebula award-winning author Neil Gaiman and his longtime Eisner award-winning collaborator Mark Buckingham of Fables comes a graphic novel not to be missed. In shops Wednesday, October 3rd. Suggested retail price, $17.99. Viz Media LLC brings My Hero Academia graphic novel number 15. Written and drawn by Kohai Harikashi, a new and sinister enemy appears in the form of Chisaki Kai, the young leader of the Hasakai Yakuza gang, looking to fill the power vacuum left by All for One. Chisaki makes contact with the League of Villains to gain possible support, when a chance run-in with a scared little girl brings Midoriya and his mentor Mirio face to face with Chisaki. This is in Shops Wednesday, October 3rd. Suggested retail prices, $9.99. And with that, we shall close the illustrious pull box until next time. Happy reading. This is one of my favorite things to do on this show. That is, to break a new artist on the radio. This time it's a young rapper I met while riding my bicycle from the library. He passed me in the opposite direction and then decided to turn around and talk about his art. This was two weeks ago. Now, today, I'm about to play five cuts from his CD. The artist's name is Tillis Chill. Antoine Tillis, if you're listening, here as promised is your radio airtime. I should mention that Tillis Chill is a positive rapper trying to bring a positive flow back to a corrupted genre of music. I think he deserves a chance to be heard so he can do that. By the way, Tillis Chill, this will be heard, or the rather you will be heard, around the world on live streaming, and concurrently on the web worldwide. I give you Tillis Chill on the Pop Machine. Stalling. Tell him heaven gates are calling. Everybody won't beef, but only beefing up the 
harvest. I be humming like a charger. I be lurking in the darkness. All my vibes dope ride. And then my sword sharper. I be ballin' like Rondo. King Steve, Tiki Barber. Better make me Shaggy Rondé. I know that we could go harder. Got a whole family full of nuts. Like my ancestors, George Carver. But see, know what me and Pargino. I spread a weak rap, but no be gone. Your pillows, pillows. Chills, they sleep on. Make them see I feel like I'm so zero. I hop on the feature that free zone. And I took 50 cents for a demo. demo. And made $45 on three more. I don't got no patience for time wasters. I hold the goods like a leave on. Pull up with a mug, yell at bad hater. Pull up like a leaf, they got my Cheetos. I know they be watching no Vivo. I play the game like a Nintendo. Flood a W love for the club like Brandon Hendrix and Rizzo. I probably go call me some Puma. I'd rather rock that over Marjella. I'm an extra favorite rapper. And Shaq Rack sure wanna be savage But probably won't let us see 21 And those niggas say shout out to 21 But shout out the artists, he doing some Awful dope, you gon' lean in a double cup Michael Jackson, don't stop till you get enough I'm in the game as a captain or leader You just a hater, you out from the bleachers Found out you ain't in my club got all you that made you march out Then we'll watch you leave it Club gang, got the craziest flavor Never had cottage cheese on a bagel Open mind, never know where it take you Ben, I say no mission, G, he gon' make you Up if the woman can't never degrade her Hustle to all of my pockets by racial Club gang, boy, I started the heart Come back harder after taking a beat it. My mission is to destroy the most powerful man in the world by taking a Vegeta. Cross you guys, I'ma blow my kids. Hit it hard for my take or Revis. Shut up, Chicago, my shirt needs some demons. Throw them all the time, all up in demons. Shot the ball, flag, don't like to kick it. But when I do, that's we also Machida. Whole squad got, got their own pass and their own lane. It's all for a reason. Coming from a different struggle, what a shorty might do, cause it could a dream, I believe it. No hard organs be one beating. Till it's sheer, that's a hell of a feeling. Party party, hey, party party, 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 party But I probably won't cash them the money in my pocket gon' last me They gon' ask me You feel like fitting, turning up the party Party on my family supporters Got my grandparents and party Double G the oligarch And we be marching like the army If we schedule for performance You gon' party till tomorrow Opposition, selfish, Sherman We gon' rock 
I'm like a garment here drill, everybody turn it seven, but they homeless with the party boy, hero, not a Peter Parker, maybe metal walker. I feel like DJ from Grand Theft Auto, but I saw the Grand Theft Auto, but I'm always down the body, and that's probably my problem. In the reason I hate to watch and I can make my exit sorry. Only thing is I ain't got a man for Micah. I be grinding like I'm skating on a dolly. The rules and we gon' ride it like the chauffeur and a posse. But double G, I'm going not to get holla call. I think I'm talking party party, not a morning with a side. Say just like with shades on, like I'm OG Bobby Johnson. I rap the West Side like I come straight out of Compton. But that's if I be ruling, going harder than a lobster. I'm really the reality, exposing the imposter. So free pursuit with caution when you build it with the mob. Everybody party party, getting money, having a ball. Good move, got no time to watch the savages brawl. Catch me at Fifi, party back, man, I'm party small. Can't dance, but you never catch me hard in the wall. Party party, 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 party
for your team and they riding a the bench You gon' let her hold you back just like the school to a bitch You better on your own path, you ain't taking a hint You can't bang gang gang, they ain't paying your rent And if they hear then your brothers, y'all should never be low Got guys on my squad like that and they'll never be close Ignore the others, they not for your deal like for your brothers Cause that's the moral of the story and my train of thought So if they hear them your brothers, y'all should never be low Got guys on my squad like that and they'll never be close Ignore the others, they not for your gear like for your brothers Cause that's the moral of the story and my train of thought Want the world to remember me, no memory loss Lost her feathers to my wings, they think I've fallen off I could've urged you to a goddess, send me to a boss Enjoy the ride, enjoy the vibe, you wanna train a thought I'm stuck flying through the sky, lost my train of thought Cooling in the middle, can't get my point across I just got lost up in the eyes, I lost my train of thought Enjoy the ride, enjoy the vibe, you wanna train a thought Check uh, it's gonna be about surprise to see the household of the college. Five grand. Grand, grand, grand. Check. Yup. Villain like Clyde, ready to ride. Baby, can you be my Bonnie? Twinkle effects in the eyes, call me by surprise. I see the hustle as a caller. Check. We could be going back tomorrow. I'll lead the way, you don't follow. We guapi, no leader, no problem. We the army, she the problem. And together, she the angel. All her guardian, her body powerful. I cannot harness it, let her be hard as me, take a control. When it roll, can't wait to see what does the future hold. Check. So cold, feel like a rock. I chasing the style, like go for the gold. I'm on the road, go hard as a gravel. I need me a rubble to dope with some blow. Check. Shouts out to Mika, cause that's my life. And if I'm deaf, then shorty my sight. Shrimp and beef stir fried with the brown rice. My girl got the power plus the sugar and spice. She be calling all her home, girl, like on his wife. Shorty know the way she got me, we could get married tonight. Love is like a drug, I'm addicted, I'm a high. Told her I'ma leave, had a laugh and yell in sight, cause I need you. Yeah. Yeah. Promise you I need you there Ain't no other girl gon' make me sing like this, I'm here F-H-I-G. And I put that on Guap Gang, I swear Probably in another life where I saw you before hey. Well, you was mine and I was yours The rest is history like a movie, baby, press record It's you plus me, they check the score Check, check like Clyde, ready to ride Baby, can you be my Bonnie? Twinkle effects in the eyes Caught me by surprise I see the hustle as a caller Check, we could be go back tomorrow I'll eat the way it don't follow We guapi, no leader, no problem We the army, she the parliament Together, she the angel I'm her guardian, her body powerful I cannot harness it Let her be hard as me taking control Play that role I can't wait to see what does the future hold World so cold, feels like a rock I'm changing the style like go for the gold I'm on the road, go hard as a rival I need me a rebel that don't put some blows I'm high and addicted Her doses get stronger and bigger She charging me more for a fixin' All in her head like a vixen I run like a much and sew it to a vixen And she ain't a me cause she see that I'm different I never make her suspicious I ride with suspicion Kill the haters and the jiffy heart is enormous I'm knowing Cupid couldn't miss it We could argue then forget it So we so forgiven as love is a mission A mouse on his marriage with baby and carriage A couple of houses so we could go missing I get butterflies for my kisses Keep memory of her figure so I can spot her from a distance Felt the hardest so I was guessing She told me her name I could've sworn she granted wishes Hey, it go. Solo baby, what it do? Double tundra, I got love for and in love with you. I could be your president, don't make me run for you. Hey, that's all I want from you. If it charge it, check.
J. Carl. Will free, looking like an image where you can't do nothing but cheese. Ruin images, I get up and rebutting the shirt. But as I'm inching to the door, no, she not letting me leave. One time for her essence, cause she got what I need. Two times, cause she cocky, humble enough to plead. All the time, feeling hot, knowing it can't be the trees. Feeling like the MVP, she got me living this celebration. She like the devil, but I know she a blessing. Miracle the way she whip it, shorty know she be dressing. Just the way she smiling, laugh, keep a nigga from stressing. Always been my inner piece, and kept my mental from wrecking. I get lucky when we talking, that she. Calling me seven. We be vibing when I'm sober, like we made it a fetish. I jumped head first in this life, she never questioned my readiness, but she asked that I be honest and perform for my effort. And then we lay in silence, feeling like our spirits were free. Looking like an image where you can't do nothing but cheese. Ruin images, I get up and rebutting the shirt. But as I'm inching to the door, no, she not letting me leave. One time for her essence, cause she got what I need. Two times, cause she cocky, humble enough to plead. All the time, feeling hot, knowing it can't be the trees. Feeling like the MVP, she got me living the dream. Ready, rocket. Fly, but she could picture me rolling My apostles in the city know that swagger was stolen One day if my cousin never learned that lesson I told him every present ain't a blessing And I gave him a Trojan She gon' hot dog for some chicken Cuckoo puffs for a Polish She gon' wrestle with the flaws Like a righty Samoan All you got on this planet Is Palabrae cojones I'ma send a spoken word Like a cliche condolence As we blast out of space See the system was solar I was gassed off a of love Never needed a motor Put my hands on the waist She put hers on my shoulders I'ma watch as we move Like a motion controller She want me to Come closer, anxious as I approached her. Had to teach me how to fall, all the feelings were broken. Tie my wings up in the arms, now we drifting and floating. We be vibing when I'm high, but it's my battle with sober. Put that spread up in the system, now she popping for color. She called me MVP, know the veterans wanna. We be walking on the skies like the Anakin owner. I be teaching her to force so now she calling me Yoda. Came and cuffed her like 12, I'm just hitting my quota. Put her ex up in the grave just for doing the focus. She was burning hot like lava when my heart was so polar. I know you get the picture, see how she keeping me focused. Got a blizzard at a simple flurry. They predict the precipitation, I'm never worried. And she's like, rush hour traffic got me in a hurry. I report the hustle duty like we in the jury. Opposition, they hating her and they feelings hurting. She cook on their territory like Aisha Curry. Get her apron, chopping board, and her fingers dirty. They try cleaning her apron because her titties perky. And she's like, I did it all, but did I forget? I didn't cross falling for you off of my bucket list. We on relationship plane, ain't no way to sink the ship. We kill all the competition we go up against. She on the stage doing kisses, saying good luck assist. He tryna take one for the team, they got no assist. I'm saucing, I whip it to cream, I won't let it drip. I got you living out your dreams like they in exist. We lay in silence, feeling like our spirits were free. Looking like an image where you can't do nothing but cheese. Ruin images, I get up and rebutting the shirt. But as I'm inching to the door, no, she not letting me leave. One time for her essence, cause she got what I need. Two times, cause she cocky, humble enough to plead. All the time, feeling hot, knowing it can't be the trees. Feeling like the MVP, she got me living the dream. If you want to know more about Tillis Chill, go to his website, soundcloud.com, or go to thepopmachine.net and find out what the track listing of what I just played is. Meantime, keep your eyes peeled for the Pop Machine Kickstarter coffee table book still in the works. Remember, 
If for some ungodly reason the pop machine is ever temporarily off the air, it will always appear on the popmachine.net, rain or shine. Nothing can stop the pop. On a completely separate piece of business, Roxanne, if you're listening, you have to get in touch. We need to know what's up, and so do you. We need to keep you up to date on things. So ends another exciting episode of Ira Harmon's Pop Machine. Next week, I have a jaw jack planned about luck. Oprah says there is no luck, but then she goes on to describe luck. Is she confused? Find out next week. We'll roll the dice and see. Tune in next week at noon at WHPK 88.5 FM, the pride of the South Side. Scotty, one to beam up. <laughs>